have the wonderful lovely actually on who's doing this great cause and we just had the best coming of the pod where she said is Patrick Mahomes a patriot she said no no one cares she basically said no one gives a fuck about this guy who's not on patriot if you're not on the patriots you don't matter and I couldn't agree more we all know Patrick Mahomes is trash. We all know Patrick Mahomes is garbage. Anybody who wants to put Canton on this man right now, you're a clown. Let the boy accomplish something first. Let the boy win something that truly matters. That really matters. If it ain't the Super Bowl trophy, holding that on a podium, nobody cares. He, he can win 10 MVPs. If this man never gets a Lombardi, nobody cares. I just want y'all to know this. I don't care. I don't care. Exactly, exactly. No one cares. Exactly. That's the best time you ever said that. Nobody cares. And nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to care when Patrick Mahomes is crying like a little girl on the bench after throwing two picks and only throwing for 250 yards with one little touchdown. And... Oh, you're funny. You know what? You know what? You know what Deshaun Watson going to do? He's going to put those arms up, bro. And he's going to be pointing to the bicep. And he's going to be saying, Yo, D-Hop, come burn me one time. Black. 70 yards down the field. He, he gonna have the cornerback saying, why? Why daddy Deshaun? Why God do this to me? Uncle D-Hop, why God kill me like that? And Travis Kelsey gonna be whining like a little girl. Andy Reid gonna be like, yo, what's going on over here, guy? Like, they're just gonna be really, really upset. And they're just gonna cry like little girls they are, and they're gonna cry. Do you honestly really think, really, really, really think that Deshaun Watson is gonna go into Arrowhead and beat Patrick Mahomes? Yo, listen, guy, the Titans just beat the Patriots. You never know. Anything, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything, anything can happen. No, 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 
anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Excuse you? Who are the defending champions of the National Football League, sir? Not the Patriots. Excuse you? Not the Patriots. They're the defending champions till Super Bowl Sunday? Um, Until triple zeros in the fourth quarter, sir. How uh, dare you? No, we have we have no champion. We have no champion right now. Excuse you. The no Patriots champion. are still the defending nope. champions, so the season's over. Nope. You do realize that, nope. right? Nope. You're, nope. Because you're being nope. literally wrong right now. You're being literally no, I'm wrong. Being, I'm being correct. The, the defending champs are knocked out, which means we're guaranteed a new champion. You're right, but un, but until the Super Bowl ends, the Patriots are still the defending champs. Nope, they're trash. They're trash. Defending champs. Trash. Anyways, now we now now what do you want to do first? Do you want to do arbitration or do you want to hear Rich climbing? You know what? Let's do climbing first. Okay, guys, so Rich Kleiman, for those who don't know, was on the Michael K show. So, Mike, so Rich Kleiman, let's talk about KD, shall we? Do it. All right. Mike Kleiman, talk, talk to us. There's like this unfair connotation literally behind the word agent for some reason. I always just felt uncomfortable with it. You know, like I... I manage his career we, we're business partners I mean I'm his agent I'm cool with that I just like, we're gonna be technical I figured I would just correct him yeah absolutely why not rep or manager or something uh, or business partner let's go with manager today manager let's go manager let's go manager but you guys also share business we just share business yeah which business we have a company 35 ventures together I manage him as well though what does 35 ventures entail 35 ventures entails it's kind of become like the umbrella for our entire business, our enterprise, our business interests. So we have our media through there, the boardroom and a few of other shows, all of our tech investing, our brand work. We have a pretty robust foundation. We run under there that's based out of Prince George's County where Kevin from. Uh, but, but still the company, there's a staff of like 15, the company also manages Kevin Durant's day-to-day life and day-to-day business. So uh, we'll go with manager today. All right, so let's start with the question, the white elephant in the room, okay? I don't even know how to feel about it, Rich. That's why I'm so frustrated because I think it's cool that he engages on Twitter because we want our guys to be out there. We want them to talk. Yeah. But I almost think that sometimes he's lowering himself by doing that. What are your thoughts on his Twitter feuds that he has? Yeah. Well, I mean, my thoughts are that, like, it's kind of as in line with today's day as anything else. Like, the way I look at it is, People always say to me, like, why is Kevin stooping to this level? Or why is Kevin engaging? And my feeling is that, like, we all are part of this epidemic right now. We're all on social media in some respect or some fashion. We're all getting our information from it. Kevin is not affected by any of this. Kevin is not up in arms over the comments he's reading. Kevin is engaging and interacting like he's told all of you he's been doing for years, like he enjoys doing. It's entertainment for him, truly. And I think there's some... That's, uh, can I curse? No. Can I curse? No. no. This is real radio. I thought it was hot 97. Damn it. Um, so there's stuff that, like, I think is ridiculous. Like, I think the thing last night was ridiculous. But in general, right, so in terms of what? Him answering? No. For Perk even speaking on him. Like, at what point is 
by Kevin's body of work and him as a basketball player going to be crystal clear to people that need to judge certain accolades or certain routes in which he took in their minds. Like, I just think Kirk shouldn't be speaking on him. Kirk knows what kind of person KD is. Kirk knows what kind of player KD is. Kirk was there for it, and he also knows what kind of friend KD's been to him. You know what I mean? So I think it was ridiculous that he would speak on him, to be honest. Like, And I know that he didn't really like offer up KD first. He was talking, but when he made that statement, isn't that the point? And I like Burke a lot, but isn't that the point of the statement? To point out that Russell Westbrook, if you missed the statement, that Russell Westbrook was the best player to ever go through Oklahoma City. Yeah. Isn't that... It's inherently a shock. That's the interesting part. Well, it's inherent, well, it was inherently just pointless because it was Russell's night. He deserved all the attention last night. And that statement was probably said for no other reason but for what just ensued. For more people to watch Perk on TV Day, right. more people to click on uh, on his Instagram or his Twitter page. And there's some people that should be off limits from that. And Perk knows that. Perk knows that. And Perk knows that KD is like, he's a made man now. And I feel like... All that same kind of rhetoric about the route he took is like, it's silly at this point. Let's just try to go to the foundation of why some people have the opinions that they do on KD on Twitter. Yeah. And there's two of them, really. You know, burner accounts and him getting headline changed in Oklahoma City. Is it fair that those those two aspects kind of get people to say, we said to the beginning, but that's why he's going after people on Twitter, because he can't handle the criticism. No, is that, is that a fair foundation? Let's just look at the the, the changing of the headline. Is that is that a fact? And is that something that I think people? I think pe- having a burner account was like just mind blowing to people and brand new at the time. But ask Rosenberg how many people in in, in music and in, in culture and hip hop in basketball have burner accounts. All of them. Now KD really understands that this is like the sign of the times. I think he owned it. I think that that was an odd situation at the time because people like it was new the way people were reacting, but Kevin owned it, and I I understand why like one's first reaction years ago when Kevin started this was like why are you stooping to this level? Or I see so many people worry about like Kevin's mind state. It's silly to me. Like he performs at such a high level every single time he plays basketball. He's proven on every court he's walked on that there is no player that he's inferior to. Like he's he's stood the test that have come him. And for me, it was like, yeah, Kevin is a sign of today. This is what it is. Like, he is on social media. That's what we do. That's the, the world we live in. Kevin enjoys that banter. And the people that go back and forth with him while they're insulting him, and the people that the next day, they enjoy it. And all of us enjoy it. What the headline in Oklahoma City, though? Which headline? Like, hey? No, no, for years ago. Is this year unreliable? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, did that, that didn't affect him at all. I mean, I think he put up 40 the next day in the playoff game. Like, that's the same thing you get in any city. I was just, it was brand new because it was like, it was just to, to disrespect him at that time in Oklahoma City. And that article just came out of nowhere, some journalist. If somebody in this business, though, like uh, Kendrick Perkins type, yeah, with me, okay, yeah. I, I really took offense to it. I took up the phone and go, what are you doing? Why didn't he do that? Why does he have to make it public? Why air your laundry like that? Again, because like, well, first of all, I think a lot of this is like, there's no rules to social media and there's no rules to the way people engage in this match we're in. And you wouldn't do it because you probably necessarily grow up on social media the way Kevin has, right? Mm-hmm. You don't 
communicate with your fans the way Kevin does. It's like, in one hand, we ask people to show so much of themselves on social media, to promote their products, let us into their life, to talk to them about behind-the-scenes photos, everything that we consume. Then when Kevin wants to have real-life dialogue back and forth with someone who started the dialogue on that forum, people think it's ridiculous. Here's, here's my take, what gets me confused. We used this line from Mike Greenberg, who said was was against Kevin going on Twitter against Brandon Tierney. He said, Kevin Durant is in the clubhouse. He just had an ego on 18. He's got the lead. He's one in life. Why, why, why shoot down? Why shoot down? Here's the thing. If, if, if I called Kevin this morning and he was like, Rich, I can't believe. So, uh, so what do you think so far of Kevin Durant having a burner that... Um, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What do you think, guys, so far about? Uh, yeah, I think it's punk. Uh, what do you think so far? Here's my thing about KD. I I tweeted this yesterday. Like 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 Michael said, he won the ultimate lottery ticket. He has been living his dream for at least the past ten years. He can do anything he wants now. He's probably doing this more because he can't play. He probably thinks he was doing the right thing by defending his team, defending his brothers, and I respect that. But, but at the same time, too, like going after Tierney is cool. Now, even though we all at verified accounts, whether it's professional athletes, Broadcasters, non-professional athletes. If you're famous, we at you all the time. And we do it, honestly, we're not expecting a convo with you. We're not expecting a like. We're not expecting a retweet. We know it's probably not going to happen because they get so many. Now, when we do, it's either for positive or to troll you. If you choose to take the troll tweet and talk about it, like Michael says, now your 500k plus followers sees all that. And you're making them popular. So, I say if it's not positive, stay away. Now, if if a regular egg is talking mad shit to you and being disrespectful, I guess that's to do what you gotta do. But if it's not anything crazy, just stay with the positive, man. I absolutely agree. Now he was asked why the he actually he was asked about the Knicks franchise as a whole and why Kevin Durant decided to pick Brooklyn for New York and for life. How do you see the Knicks organization right now um, versus how like Kevin Durant is? Personally, will forever think the Knicks are cool. I think Madison Square Garden is cool. I have always been a fan of the energy in there, and some of the greatest moments of my entire life that I'll remember forever were when the Knicks were competing at the highest level and playing the Bulls and Pacers and Heat and all those player series define my childhood to me. But I wasn't a free agent. You know, and it's like any other business transaction or business move. And you you put in front of somebody um, what each situation comes with and what the benefits are. And if 
somebody's looking for something in one of those situations, that's where they go. The idea that like the Knicks are no longer an attractive place to play, I don't agree with. I think that there's a certain attention that they've gotten for a long time now, deservedly, not deservedly at different times for different reasons, the Knicks have been bad. And there's been things that have brought unwarranted attention to the organization. And warranted at times, right? But the Knicks are cool. And Kevin knows I feel that way. But like, I think that Kevin was representing an overall consensus from a non-New Yorker perspective of what do the Knicks do to the layman to draw them in? And it's not just like the Knicks and the bright lights now that they can say. It's not just that. There's more to it. There's teams that are on national TV all year long. There's proven track record of players playing in secondary markets, making big business decisions and having big business. I think what Kevin was basically saying was like, that's not enough. That's not enough to young players anymore to just like sell them on that. And that is true. But I still think the Knicks are an incredible destination. And I still think the Knicks are an incredible team and place to play. Because it seems to be, you know, kind of thought, and nobody ever really says it. Did Kevin Durant not go to the next because of Jim Dolan? Did he think that Jim Dolan is not a guy he wanted to play for? No. Do players think like that? Jim Dolan is the reason I don't want to go to the next? No. So why didn't Kevin go to the next? Well, is there a specific reason? No. But why did he go to the Nets? That's where he wanted to play. But he would in, in New York. He played for the Knicks and at Madison Square Garden rather than Barclays Center. So, yeah, I know, but when, when a decision is made to go do something in your life and to go play for an organization, the different components that go into the decision, mm-hmm. when we as fans talk about it, we stop at like one or two. And those are like, this would be so crazy. He would resurrect the franchise. This is the greatest place to play. None of that, though, comes into the thinking of somebody with that kind of resume and with that kind of mind and what he looks for to make himself happy. And the different things that he saw with the in Brooklyn were just a better decision for him. I think that it was just one of those situations where it was like somehow the narrative and the story had been created. A lot of people think it was for reasons that came from our side or people think it was reasons that came from like these behind the scenes conversations. And all of that is as ridiculous as any other headline that you read in the paper that people like try to create a narrative with. The, the truth is, is that the Knicks were a team that had cap space at the same time that the Nets were a team that had cap space. And when Kevin looked at the landscape, two of the teams that were in the kind of opportunity zone, per se, of where he could go happened to be both in New York. And that created a lot of that kind of back and forth. But the truth was, Kevin saw the Nets as the best. He was trying to convince him, right? Because you are such a big Knicks fan. Did you say, Kevin, go to the Knicks? Can you, again, you're just as bad as yeah, right? but you can't make him do it. No. Did you say we had, he had real, yeah, we had real conversations. Um, we had real conversations at times about how I felt about what that opportunity presented itself. But like at the same time, I also know him and I'm also respectful of our partnership and I also present facts, you know what I mean? Like it's my job to not get caught up in all that, present facts, but you're also talking about somebody that's performed at the highest level for so long, has seen the league way more than I have and has understood the ins and outs of the league. I can present it with that information and those facts but ultimately, like, he knows the best situation for himself. And I think 
Definitely, agents speak it. Um, that's what agents do. They lie. They turn tables around. They twist words around, or they don't directly answer the question. Uh, people can say all they want that it's not James Dolan, and people can say the true thing that he gives the team a chance to win. He he goes the effort to put the money in. But at the end of the day, sometimes you truly want to win. The Knicks probably could have gave KD 150 plus million, maybe 200 plus million dollars, and he'd be miserable. Next year, the Nets will be at least a top five seed in the East with with a healthy Kyrie and a healthy KT. So. A healthy KD and even a healthy Kyrie on the Knicks. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. He went to the better organization. Now, who knows? Maybe 10 years from now, 5 years from now, and KD might actually even be retired. Maybe, maybe the Knicks could be better. But right now, right now in life, in reality, in the real world, yeah, um, it's the, it's the Brooklyn Nets. Now... A caller on the K show today, or it was either yesterday's, it was kind of a day behind because of work. Um, he said the Nets will own the city if they win the championship. And sir, you're crazy. That's not true. This is a Knicks town. This is a Knicks town, even though they're trash, even though they're scum and garbage, and even though no one truly cares about them. This is a Knicks town. The garden will always be the biggest part of basketball. People always care about that. So, that's what's going to happen. But, KD went went to the Nets because he truly wanted to go there, I guess. So, people are just going to have to take that answer for what it is. Look, here's what I'll say. And I'll say this because I'm a Knicks fan. As a Knicks fan, I'm not trying to be that guy. The Knicks are a team as a franchise that has been terrible for years and years and years. But it is still a Knicks town because, A, as Max Helman said, they are the heritage franchise. B, more importantly, the Knicks have a way bigger fan base than the Knicks. I'm sorry. Now, will the Nets do something the Knicks haven't done and bring a championship to New York in over 40 years? That'd be pretty cool. But at the end of the day, it's they'll bring a championship, but it's not the same as if he brought a championship to the Knicks. And I'll, bring a, and I'll make hockey as a perfect parallel. Um, Dennis, um, no, Billy Smith is a goaltender for the New York Islanders. He won... More 
because we won four cups in a row. Right? Mark Richter won one cup. Who do you think is talked about more? The guy that won one cup or the guy that won four in a row? I guess Richter. There you go. Because he played for the New York Rangers, an original six franchise, the Heritage franchise. So when you play for the original franchise and you have more of a deeper fan base, you get talked about a lot. Not many great Islanders players to get talked about. Like you don't see Claude Gillies or Butch Goring or all the other great Islanders players from back in the day, Dennis Potvin. And you don't see all those great, you know, Bob Nystrom. You don't see all those great Islanders players like Bossy get talked about the same way as Richter and Messier and Graves. They won one cup, and they are still to the day being talked about a lot in New York sports. So it just goes to show you that the Nets can win one title. How the Nets can win back-to-back championships. They, they will never get talked about as much as the Knicks. The Knicks have a bigger... The New Jersey Nets went to back-to-back finals in 1999 and 2000, and they still weren't talked about. All, all 2002 and 2003. And they still weren't that talked about. No, they so, were not because, because the Knicks were trash and no one cared. And you have to understand, that year, 2002, the Yankees lost to the Angels. The Mets were trash. The Giants and Jets lost in the first round of the playoffs in 2002. The, all, like, all the, like, the hockey teams were trash. And the Nets made a championship appearance, and no one cared. That is, is, I'm sorry. I mean, I think what you said. I think KD went to a to he. This is what KD wanted, and this will be the last thing about KD before we got to get into arbitration. He wanted the best of both worlds. He wanted a soft landing spot in New York. But wanted to be in New York. I think he really wanted to be in New York for his business. But he also wanted a softer landing spot where he wouldn't get as criticized as he would have went next. Being in Brooklyn, you have the best of both. Being in Brooklyn, you have the best of both worlds. It's not the same as it in in football and in baseball, where no matter what team you go outside of Buffalo Bills, that no matter like if you're terrible you will get talked about. Whereas in basketball and hockey, if you're not a Rangers and you're like playing for the Islanders or the Sabres, the Devils, you have a bad game, you don't get, no one talks about it much. So, that's just how it is. All right, moving on. That's enough for that. Let's get to arbitration. Absolutely. We're going to do this kind of quick because it's approaching 12. But, um... Bang it out, bang it Number out. of players, so I'm just going to say everything, and then you'll give me your thoughts afterwards. Number of players going to arbitrations hearing by teams. Do- Dodgers are four. Diamondbacks are two. Red Sox are two. Rockies are two. Astros are two. Brewers are two. Phillies are two. And Braves, Angels, Marlins, Twins at one. Um... 20 players did not settle and are expected to go to arbitration. Jesus Aguilar, Nick Ahmed, Pedro Baez, 
Andrew Benintendi, Jose Barrios, Archie Bradley, Alemis Diaz, Brian Godwin, Shane Green, Josh Hader, Max Muncy, Hector Neris, Jock Peterson, JT Realmuto, Eduardo Rodriguez, George Springer, Trevor Story, Brent Sutter, Chris Taylor, Tony Walters. Um, the biggest arbitration gap in terms of both salary and gap between sides, George Springer. He wants 22.5. The Astros are offering 17.5. Huge difference. So maybe they think that maybe he won't hit if they don't know what's going on. Um, Aaron Judge for the Yankees got $8.5 million. Michael Conforto got $8 million. Edwin Diaz got 5 Seth Lugo got 2 James Paxton for the Yankees, $12.5 million. And next year, he will be a free agent. Jonathan Holder, $750K. Gary Sanchez, $5 million last year. Six hundred and sixty-nine thousand and eight hundred bucks. Javier Baez, ten million dollars. Uh, hold on. Jackie Bradley Jr., eleven million dollars. And I think that's kind of a little bit of overpay. Of course, Mookie Betts, twenty-seven million. Gio Urshela. 2.475 million. At that point, I don't know why I just can't go 2.5. I mean, I guess the Yankees are thinking that they can save a little bit of money, but if you're going that close, just go 2.5. Noah Syndergaard, 9.7 million. And next year, he will be a free agent. So, I think it's the time where he should get be traded if they're gonna trade him and that's all i got there's a lot more but i didn't screenshot all of them because sometimes me hearing about these people making millions of dollars to play child's game it kind of makes me sick um i was gonna make a quick thing number one shame on the rocky for trevor story over one million what the hell that's dumb um another thing sanchez five million wow and Josh Hader's difference is like $2.3 million. That's it? Yeah. He won a 6.4. And, 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 and the Brewers um, put 4.1. I think that's, that's, that's fair. Um, Judge, um, Judge 8.5 is actually pretty good. No, that's not bad. I think at some point Judge will get accepted. I don't know when, but you know the Yankees love them some judge, and judge love the Yankees. So it's a question of not matter if, a matter of when. Um, Paxton, I think Paxton's going to be a free agent, so give him that 12.5, help him reach the World Series, hopefully win it, and then go about your day. Um, if it's me, my three biggest priorities into the eventually next November, extend DJ... Yeah. And then say, hey, Tanaka Paxton, we want you. We want you both. How about three years, four years max, $50 million. Take it. 
stay here. Because I'd rather have that over the talented, talented young pitchers Yankees have. Because give me certainty over maybe any day of the week. Now, I mean, if, 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 if Paxton balls, if Paxton balls and has 18 wins, maybe he'll test free agency. But if you're Tanaka, I think you got to take whatever deal the Yankees are willing to offer. Because that UCL, who knows what's going to happen. So if the Yankees throw out 40, 50 million, maybe he just says, hey, let me stay. But if you're Paxton, and you have a year like this year, you could probably get 60 million. But if he has a year like he had a few years ago, he could probably get 80. I agree. Um, I just want to say, um, we're approaching, we're approaching, it's getting late, and I just want to say, quickly, um, those are all, those are like interesting um, cases, but, but again, like you said, the fact that these athletes make so much money to play a child's game, A, makes me like sad that I never got that chance to go further, and B, God damn it. And uh, before we wrap this up, Mom, I just want to say thank you, thank you to Ashley for coming on again. You were great. The chief comment sucked. Thank you that was the best comment of the pod, sir. How dare you? No, how dare you? Shut up. But um, actually, but all all jokes aside, uh, uh, first of all, thank you for sharing that you were going to be on here, and thank you so much for me for 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 coming on. I personally appreciate that. My goals appreciate that, and we appreciate human. We appreciate human interest stories. And we we appreciate that. So also it's good to see women like you comfortable comfortable in their own skin, not giving a damn what anyone says. So we appreciate that. Thank you for coming on. Um, your patriots are trash, but it's okay. Excuse you. Um, um, other than that, though, thank you for supporting Australian uh, the Australian fires to try to put that out and. A lot of like animals, people are suffering. We appreciate that. To my friend down under, I hope you are safe. Um, I hope you are okay. Um, I haven't heard from you guys in a while, so be safe. And uh, yeah, so that'll be the time. Um, Sunday, we should be having. Um, we should be having. Uh, JJ from the Bronx. Host of George's Pod. We're not we're not confirmed on the time yet. He's gonna get back to me, but and I I've gotten nothing from Art Staple. I've gotten nothing from Larry Brooks, and I'm very upset about that. But I sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes time. I, I did reach out to Art Stapleton, so hopefully. He could have an answer soon for those for those who don't know Art Stapleton. He covers the New York Giants, so we had a Bills reporter. So why not have a Giants reporter? And you know, and I also also though uh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to message Kim if she's going to the 
to the, to the Islander Bruins game tomorrow. If she's not going to that game, I will also catch her next week at the Capitals Islanders game. So I will be in Brooklyn tomorrow, guys. And I will be, and if you see me, let's go Islanders. And uh, yeah, also six weeks until Puck Luck drops. We are getting, we are getting the preparation done early. Um, spring training, about five weeks until I am in Florida with Julian Garardi. And we will be catching, we'll catching our first spring training game. And I will be doing the podcast Friday from Florida. I will be, I will be in. So that Friday, I will be doing, we will be doing the podcast. I'll be calling from Florida, giving you update, up-to-date news on what's going on here. So it is, it is going to be great. So I will be the Michael K and you will be the cool Peter Rosenberg because you will be back, back in our studios. And also, same thing with the draft. I will be, I'll, it was confirmed. I will be in Las Vegas for the draft. And hopefully the Giants do not screw this up. So thank you again so much, guys. We will be back in 48 hours. Thank y'all again. We will do this again soon. And Patriots are trash, baby. Excuse you, they are not trash. And one last story. One last story before we end the pod. I just saw this now. So yesterday. Why am I echoing? Oh. Um. Why are you echoing? Can you, uh... How about now? Are we good? Are we? Yeah. Finally. I, I never echoed before, so whatever the hell you did... Don't do that again. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do anything. That was just weird. I'm talking wirelessly. Well, I don't know, but... um, Yesterday, Stephen A. Smith put out a video... Guess who's coaching the All-Star Celebrity Game? I saw that. And the little munchkin that could, who sucks, says, and, and I'll try to say this the way he said, Please stop asking me to come out of retirement, man. I'm a four-time MVP. Four-time. That's one, two, three, four. I have achieved all that I can. I'm done, man. I'm done. Me and, you know, MJ... And Kobe, you know, we just be kicking back, you know. We knew this would happen. Us greats stick together. And he tweeted that because Stephen A. Smith said, please, please, please reconsider Kevin Hart. <coughs> I need you, bro. With am I going to do without those three points, one assist, and zero rebounds per game? Come on, man, please. Now, we all know this is a fun and game, but I had to be that guy and retweet what Kevin Hart said. Listen, Kevin, you're playing yourself, man. Justin Beaver won an MVP. We all know why you and the Beavs won MVPs. Justin won it because all the little girls in the stadium voted for him. You won it because you're a clown. And you're kind of funny, and people like you. But in every occasion, the guy who actually works for the White House should have won it. He was like a Secretary of State. And then there's a singer from some kind of a band. I forget the name of the band right now. 
but he he had like twenty something points. So they are real ballers. They are real ballers that should have won these MVPs. So we all know why you won the MVPs. You're funny. I like what yeah. the All-Star Celebrity Game is about. I like All-Star Weekend. I think NBA All-Star Weekend is the best out of all four sports. But, uh, I would say the NBA and then NBA, MLB, NHL, and then the NFL. First of all, NHL All-Star Weekend is better than baseball, so stop yourself right there. You just embarrass yourself. You just uh, no, it is as a whole. I like the home run derby. I like, the I like it derby. too, but as a whole. You gotta put it all together. Oh, as a whole, oh, oh, as a whole the, oh, the yeah. NHL is better. As a whole, the NHL is way better. And the NHL is. Because you were specific. Because the Home Run Derby is awesome. Again. I love the Home Run Derby. It's about weekend. And baseball only has week. two. Th- well, technically, baseball oh, okay. has three things, but no one cares about the Futures game. They got the Futures game, okay. they got the Celebrity Softball The Celebrity game, Softball game the- is better than the Futures cool. game. But as yeah, a whole. NBA is number one, NHL is number two, then Major League Baseball, then NFL. And for all the baseball fans that want to fight, come at me. Try to make a case why baseball is better, but it's not. You just reminded me, I'm going to put this tweet out, and I'm going to piss off a lot of people. NHL All-Star Weekend, then MLB All-Star people. It's not even close. It's not even close. It's not. It's not. It's not. And... You're talking to a guy that loves, I love NHL All-Star Weekend. I love it. I think it's awesome. So, and, if, and, if you, and, if, and if you people think that, oh, well, because, well, we have the whole board derby. I'm like, as a whole, it's not better than NHL All-Star Weekend. As a whole? No. So, Kevin Hart, no, no, no. please stop yourself. You're embarrassing yourself. And Stephen A. Smith, you're embarrassing yourself. They actually wanted this pimp squeak mother guy to be on your team. If you're, you know what? I'd rather have Bad Bunny than Kevin Hart. And Bad Bunny was trash last year. Bad Bunny oh. was garbage. I also think Not his music either. sucks. <laughs> but he wore that ridiculous pink rabbit hat. And he looked like a fool. But I'd rather have Bad Bunny... Over you, sir. So, hey, give me, give me Peter Rosenberg over Kevin Hart. Any day of the week. Any day of the I week. agree. Um, also, it's going to be Stephen A. Smith versus Michael Wilbon. And Ooh, Michael Wilbon. Who are the assistant coaches? Um, Stephen A. is going to probably bring Max Kellerman. Oh. Because... You know what? Give me yeah. Molly Kira, man. Molly, put that sexy dress on, girl. Be a part Molly's of us. Molly's probably going to be on the host commentating. But, yeah, like, because here's the thing, though. It makes sense for Wilbon, because Wilbon is from Chicago. Yo, you, you, you know what I hate that the NBA got rid of? What? I used to love... It was it was on the first night with the skills challenge, shooting stars, where they had the WNBA player, the NBA player, and the and the legend yeah an NBA legend. that yeah. was oh, dope. I, I, that I was used cool. to love that. I, w- I wish they I wish they never got rid of that. 
And New York had that once. They had, um, I forgot what current play the Knicks had. They had uh, Becky Hammett. She was still with the Liberty at the time. And they had... Um, I know one of them was uh, number 20. Uh, shit, I forgot. I think it was Landry Fields. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Landry Fields in one of them. Um, the shooter. Wilson, no, that wasn't Chad. He was 21. No, no, the uh, old shooter for the Knicks. The star of the 90s. So that's oh, 2000s. Oh, Charlie Ward? Oh, Charlie Ward. Charlie no, number Ward. 20. Uh, Alan Houston. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was Houston, yeah. Yeah, because you had um, Houston, and at one time you had Houston. And then, and then, and then, I, and then I also think it was like Stephon Marbury or something like that. Yeah. But. Like, so, all I gotta say is that I wish the NBA did not get rid of that. That was pretty dope. Um, I just wanna say, again, this has been a great, this has been a great show, man. This is a really good show. I think this is, this is, this is a really great work. Um, you, you, you see, you got me nervous that, like, I got to make sure that when I do Puck Luck, it's just as good as our show. <laughs> Listen, Puck Luck would be fantastic. Um, I'll help Puck Luck as much as I can. And <laughs> Puck Luck would be great. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. Well, all, well, all I will know is that, like I said, Kevin's going to be my first guest. I know Ashley and probably her husband will probably talk about the Bruins. And Ashley just told me she was nervous. I would have oh. never thought that. I honestly did not think she was nervous. I thought she just came in just guns a-blazing as a natural. <laughs> but, uh, She's the fantastic. We, 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 you know what it is? Uh, especially when we have a lot, we have a lot more women that come to our show than guys. Absolutely. I think the women, I think the women, they think that they're scared, but then when they actually come on, we just, it's easier for them. So What can we say? We love the women. Sorry, guys. Uh, listen, women won the world, man. That's just a fact. We, we love women, and we appreciate that. And again, we will be back in 48 hours. I will be in Brooklyn. My buddy will be at Dave Buster's. Hell so, yeah. Uh, I will, we will and I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch my man, Derrick Henry. Say, yo, Lamar. Catch this uh, joint right what? here. Zoo. Y'all don't see me, bro. Y'all don't see me. Y'all don't walk a flock and walk a lot. Y'all don't see me. I just have a quick question before we head off. Why do you root for Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry just eliminated your team. Can't you root for Baltimore to beat the team that eliminated you? Nah, homeboy, because I don't want Lamar getting that ring, bro. Oh, you got you really about pissed off Ravens fans. I don't want Lamar getting that ring, and I don't want Mablomes to get that ring. You're, 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 wait, wait, wait. Broke Mahomes, broke so Mahomes. I want to see a Tennessee Titan and a Houston Texan title game, you heard? That's exactly what I want to see. Because I don't want to see you happy, and you know what Raven fan I don't want to see happy. We know. So, we know. So we know. Lamar, 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 trash can, and 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 Patrick McCombs. Yeah, yo. You, 
Y'all ain't giving that Lombardi, sir. You just don't wanna. You just don't wanna see. You wanna know who's gonna get that Lombardi, bro? My man Russell Wilson. If not Russell Wilson, the best quarterback in the world, as Michael K would call him, Sexy Jimmy G. We're, we're going to end it on this show. Guys, we'll talk to you in four days. Peace and love, guys. Peace and love. Chief Sock.